UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD at 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, that's 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Brian Ellison, and it's our monthly food show. The Brick is just one of dozens, maybe hundreds of examples of places in Kansas City where people say they can get a good meal for not a lot of money. Wonder if you set a New Year's resolution to spend less on food and drink. Are you trying to save up for something besides just going out for the night? Then today's show is for you. We're talking about the best restaurants for dining on a budget, and joining us are some of our food experts. She writes for In Kansas City Magazine and co-hosts KCUR's award-winning Hungry for Mo podcast, Jenny Vergara. Good morning. Good morning to you. And speaking of co-hosts of KCUR's award-winning podcast, Hungry for Mo, uh, and also executive chef at Thelma's Kitchen, Natasha Bailey is here. Good morning. And Jill Silva. Well, she's also award-winning, the James Beard Award-winning food editor and freelance writer at Flatland. Hi, Jill. Hi there, Brian. Jenny, you have covered food and dining in a lot of places. How difficult is it to find high-quality food at an affordable price in Kansas City? You know, I mean, I think the cost of everything has gone up just across the board in terms of dining out. I mean, it's just a part of where we are right now coming out of the pandemic and also kind of where the economy is right now. But I do think it's still you can still find an, a totally affordable meal in this city. And that's part of our Midwestern roots. I think that's part of where we are in the country. Um, you know, I think the challenge really for doing that is fighting the urge to go the easy route of fast food and convenience, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the, the reason that these little mom and pop places that maybe are doing some um, kind of more affordable cuisine aren't really, you know, able to make it is because they are just surrounded by fast food options that have convenient drive-throughs. There's one on every corner. So I just think that when you think about these kinds of affordable meals, you have to fight the urge to say, I'll just go through the drive-thru of that chain restaurant and, you know, pick up something. You have to really be intentional about, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to park, I'm going to go in, or I'm going to stand in line or whatever it is to, you know, pick up this this dish. Jill Silva, we, we set, uh, just because we had to sort of pick a number for this show, we said that we were looking for things that were $15 or under. And of course, I realized that, that, that even that number is, is out of reach for, for some diners. Um, even for those who can afford much pricier restaurants, I, I wonder, uh, is there a certain appeal to having in the toolbox some of these less expensive eats? Oh, absolutely. You get to explore other cultures. You um maybe go to places that you wouldn't normally go. Um, you know, so if you sign yourself, I'm going to eat for $15 and under, you know, you're going to have to look at some menus. You're really going to have to pay attention. Um, it's, it's expensive out there, you mm -hmm. know, and so it's nice to be able to change it up a little bit, right? Yeah. You know, there are there are dishes under $15 on a lot of menus, and then there are entire places where the menu tries to be kind of in that price point. I wanted to ask you, Natasha, specifically about this, because you're the head chef at Thelma's Kitchen, which began as a place where, where people who might not otherwise be able to afford to eat inside a restaurant uh, were able to come and, and pay what they could. Uh, talk about how that mission came to be and, and why it's so important to offer something like that. Well, I think it started with a <clears throat> a thing called Friday Night Meals, mm -hmm. where you would have the community come in and different volunteers would come in and feed feed everyone. But Thelma's Kitchen turned into a um, a way to give people who are who are just not as financially sure as everyone else an opportunity to go and have a meal that is 
great and gives them choice and dignity in what they get to choose to eat that day. And it strikes me that there is something significant about being able to kind of come to somewhere where there are other people eating as well, right? Definitely. I think that eating together um, builds community. And sometimes you, especially since the pandemic, it's hard to feel connected. So I can't wait to open again because then we have the it's all different walks of life eating together and sharing a meal, which is really, really nice. And uh, I know Thelma's Kitchen uh, closed its cafe for a little while to do some renovations. And also, I guess we had COVID in there, too. But yeah. uh, but uh, what's what's the what's the latest? When should people look for the, the place to reopen? Um, we should be looking at uh, late April, early June back into the space. Um, but we're still we're still rocking and rolling out of Central Presbyterian, which is really nice. And uh, box lunches are available. People can keep supporting the mission that way. Yeah. Too. Yes. We appreciate that. Well, let's uh, let's get into some recommendations, including many of yours. Uh, you have uh, you have been very generous uh, listeners in uh, in your suggestions on Facebook and in our text line. Uh, everything from uh, uh, recommendations of um, Werner's Fine Sausages, which has a schnitzel for under $15. That's from Marco on our text line, to uh, a meal under $15 from Vietnam Cafe on Campbell uh, uh, that was suggested. There's lots of other suggestions, dozens and dozens, in fact, and we'll try to get to some of those over the course of the hour. But let's start with our experts and uh, and seek out their top recommendations. Uh, let's start with you, Jenny. What's What's number one on your list? Well, number one. I mean, so these are not in order. Yes, we should not just <laughs> we we love them all equally. But I'll go ahead and start with Baba's Pantry. <laughs> Maybe not all equally, but still, uh, yes, they're right. all valuable and good. They're, okay, they're all valuable and good. Well, Baba's sure. Pantry is a popular one. So tell us why you recommend it. Right. Uh, you know, first of all, you just can't help but be, feel happy when you walk in that space, especially in these dark, dreary days of winter. To walk in there and just have this explosion of color just makes you instantly happy. Like it's a mood lifter on just on its own. And then the food itself obviously is family. I mean, it's family run operation. The family is actually working behind the counter. They have grab and go stuff that you can take. Um, for me personally, I always get this. I have a hard time kind of not getting this. You know, you have those places where you go and it's like, oh my gosh, I have to get something different. Nope. This is my dish. And it's the uh, Baba's falafel sandwich. Mm. And it's the reason it's called that is because it's actually a falafel, which is a kind of a chickpea patty, but it's stuffed with onions and sumac. So inside of this falafel pat, this crunchy, good, delicious, flavorful, you know, herbaceous patty are um, kind of caramelized onions and some um, sumac, which is just delicious. And then, of course, it's stuffed in pita and topped with kind of all the usual toppings that you can add to it. So that's kind of my go-to there. And that dish is nine ninety nine. Yeah. In fact, uh, I know, Jill, that Baba's was on your list as well. Almost everything on the menu is under $15, right? Right, right. There's so much you can have. I, my favorite is the chicken shawarma, which... Um, you're going to have to shell out a dollar more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's worth it. Um, it's a, a combo, too. So kind of looking at a, you know, if you're looking for a more full meal deal, it has a choice of fries or a, an Arabic salad. And um, I think you still, if you're going to 15, you still have room for one of the lemonades. And I highly recommend their daily lemonades. They're just all kinds of flavors. My very favorite is saffron lemonade. Mm. When that's up, oh, yeah. Okay. Here, here. So Baba's Pantry is down on 63rd Street. Folks may want to check that out. Uh, Natasha, what's one of the big ones on your list? I'm going to say The Spot um, at 2000 Vine Street. Chef Shanita has gotten it up and running. Um, And for me, I... I was having a hard time. I like the tandoori chicken wrap, but I'm going to talk about the burger. Okay. Um, 
It's blue cheese. They have a collard green slaw, which is really good on it. And the tomato bacon jam is like a little hint of sweetness that you need in there. Um, she started making the buns in-house and it's just so good. Also, so that is $14. And then, um, so that's your whole that's your whole budget. So mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> right. But it's worth it. It's worth splurging. every penny. Yeah. And then get a strawberry matcha because it is delicious. Too. You might might go push just over 50. We're just going to push it. That's yeah. fair. Uh, let's talk to Amelia in Shawnee. Hi, Amelia. Oh, hi, Brian. Yeah, I just um, wanted to recommend um, stripped chicken. Um, we go to a location in Marion. Um, and it's it's wonderful. I think they have a location in like Olathe and Waldo, too. And I go because they have um, an allergen menu that's amazing, and my whole family continues to go even though they don't have allergies. So we really love it. And it's uh, it's affordable. It's under uh, under fifteen dollars. Um, yeah, yeah, it definitely would be. What's your favorite dish? Um, their their gluten free um, chicken strips are amazing. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Amelia, for that suggestion. Um, Jill and Jenny mentioned Baba's Pantry, and, and Mediterranean restaurants do seem to to be one of the the genres that is well represented on this uh, affordability menu. Jill. Oh, absolutely. There are so many. I mean, I I was sort of trying to mix it up a little bit. You could do a whole list of mm-hmm. nothing but Mediterranean, right. or you probably know. any other number of genres that really do capture this this affordability. Yeah, absolutely, because there's so many natural, like the falafel, the shawarma, the um, pita, the hummus. The it's a lot of vegetables ganoush, too. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's a lot of vegetables. It's you know, there is obviously some meat if you want it, but if you don't, it still can be fairly affordable because it is. A, you can find a vegan and vegetarian options too very easily. I noted uh, one on your list, Jill, that uh, I actually went to the for the first time in the past month. That's Medi's down in in Brookside. Yeah, yeah. I am. I had them first time in Wichita. They're a Wichita based chain, and I was I was impressed because it's that super fast casual, but yet the food is really substantial. So I um, really love their layered hummus. I could eat hummus by the spoonfuls, so <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is good for me. And then they put a little bit of meat on top, whatever protein you would like. And I, and there's some vegetables, you know, mixed up in there. So, I, yeah, I find it really filling, and you get pita bread on the side. And so well, and that, it's, just, it's okay to eat hummus by itself. But, it really you is. Know. <laughs> it really is. It makes for a whole meal. It has protein and everything. Yeah. Um, and uh that that order at the counter concept seems to be a, a common element in these uh, these under fifteen dollars restaurants. If you don't mind having to to wait at the counter to place your order, you still can have this really nice meal. I know there's several on your list like that, Jenny. You mentioned, for example, the combine. Right. So I, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just part of the more casual way of dining. I think a lot of people, you know, frankly, if you have a server coming to your table, you're going to have to tip that person. It's going to cost more. So I think just counter service makes a lot of sense in a lot of these walk up windows. But yeah, so I have combined deli and pizza and taps on my list. Um, they're located obviously in the Wonderlofts, which is um, off of um, Troost. And it's basically they're offering. So I'm a pizza girl all day long. Like that is my jam. That is my my comfort food. And they're offering Pizza 51 pizzas at the Combine. So they have something called the Custom 5 Slice, which is basically a giant slice of the Pizza 51 cheese pizza. And then you have five toppings that you can add for $6.99. And I mean, it's a meal in and of itself, especially with five toppings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my toppings are kind of weird. <laughs> but yes, we need to know what your five toppings we are. We have to know. 
I have, I have now I'm going to confess my deepest, darkest secrets, right? So my combination is pepperoni, Italian sausage, mushroom, pepperoncini for kind of a little heat. And then I am a pineapple girl. So I stick pineapple on there too. So that's, that's what I get on my, my five slices. Well, I, I thought we could be friends until you mentioned the pineapple. I know. So I now know. It's, now it's over. It's divisive. <laughs> We had a text line suggestion for the combine as well. Um, they were suggesting the pizza and salad lunch combo. So another okay. good and great value there. Um, Natasha, let's take one more from you uh, before we before we go on our break. What's a, what's a value lunch that you like in, in Kansas City? I like the Snack Shack on Johnson Drive. It's been a staple, I would say, I know that they switched management um, not that long ago, but that little shop has been a staple in that community for a while. And when I go, I get the Bobby. It's a half pound double and cheese, grilled onions and jalapenos for eight bucks and then fries three dollars. So it fits the budget and yeah. it's super delicious. Yeah. I mean, that 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 burger and fries combo or sandwich and fries combo seems to be a, a bit of a fixture on a, a lot of our lists. Yeah. Those combos. Yeah, Get you us can through. maximize. Um, uh, we had a, a suggestion from a listener too. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my place on the page here. But uh, according to uh, a couple of our listeners, Mexican places or taco taquerias are mm-hmm. especially a good choice. Uh, best place to get a meal in Kansas City, Tacos El Gallo on the boulevard. Another person suggests their Berea noodles and a Mexican Coke, which would be perfect for wintry weather. Uh, um, also, uh, Que Tal Pollo in Independence, uh, charbroiled chicken place uh, suggested from our text line. So lots of good options. Let's see if we can take one call before we go on our break. Here's Justin in Hyde Park. Hi, Justin. Hi, howdy. Um, I was going to say Providence by the Slice in Westport is really good. You can get um, these Detroit and Sicilian slices that no one else has uh, for around five bucks. Uh, They are a meal. They're huge. they got sesame seeds in the crust on one of them. It's really good. And then uh, also you go to uh, San Antonio's, you get four tacos for definitely under 10 bucks, and that'll fill you up. All right. Good good suggestions, Justin. And uh, the Jenny, the self-declared pizza girl, nodding her head with uh, <laughs> with the Providence suggestion. I always forget that Providence has that location in Westport. It's so good. I, tra- I traverse 71 quite a bit when I'm headed home. So Providence is always the place Providence I stop. Providence is amazing. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we'll continue to discuss where you can eat a full meal for under $15 across the metro. We'll also have the latest in restaurant news from around the metro, including Kansas City Restaurant Week that's coming up. So stay with us. I'm Brian Ellison, you're listening to Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. And welcome back to Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Brian Ellison. Uh, Michael Byers should be standing by. We're going to be looking for his affordable $15 or less uh, meal suggestions in Kansas City, but we'll supplement that with uh, with our food experts, Natasha Bailey, executive chef at Thelma's Kitchen, Jenny Vergara of In City Magazine, and also both of them are co-hosts of the Hungry for Mo podcast, and Jill Silva, uh, food editor and writer for Flatland. Before we get back to recommendations, let's talk about some of the news from around the restaurant industry this week. And Kansas City Restaurant Week is coming up starting a week from today and running from January 12th to the 21st. Jill, I know you're working on a piece for Flatland about that. I am. Um, I'm specifically looking at um, brunch options, which is new this year. Um, there's actually a button you can you can search for brunch places. And um, 
I was talking with James Taylor, who owns Blue Highway, that will participate. And he was saying, you know, there's right after the pandemic, everybody was very excited about happy hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there were lines around the block. But now people seem to want to go out earlier. So taking advantage of that brunch, lunch, a lot of places have not brought lunch back yet, um, seems to be something that's very appealing to a segment and and brings in some different people to the event. Yeah. Are there there many new restaurants participating in Restaurant Week this year? There are a lot of, I think they're at a record number of new restaurants. And so I think the more that you open it up to different categories of dining, um, putting, letting people put it together the way they'd like to do it Mm -hmm. um, has been a good thing. You know, it's a little bit preset with the pricing. So you have to find the the right pricing structure. Mm-hmm. Brunch is $20. You know, I was noticing browsing through the app that uh, I, I think this is a, a new thing, or maybe it's been evolving over the last couple of years, but there used to be, I think, one price for lunch and one price for dinner. Right. And now there's actually a number of different price points you can choose from. So there's even a brunch at $40. If, mm-hmm. you know, if you're feeling extravagant and brunch is your is your jam, as as Jenny says, let's go ahead and do it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Get down with it. So yeah, it, it's just offering a lot more flexibility. But I also think he's he's on to something. A lot of lunch places didn't open up and and really people aren't dining out late anymore. They tend to go home. The mm-hmm. younger generation, I don't know what generation that is exactly. I won't name if it's XYZ or something <laughs> else. But, um, you know, they tend to order in at night and are not as interested in being out. So you got to catch them earlier in the day. Well, I'm thinking that 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 flexibility in the pricing on Restaurant Week also allows restaurants to maybe show off a little more of what they're actually known for. Right. Because I think a lot of times people put together menus specifically for Restaurant Week, right? Right. Because you have to make your food costs on that. And uh, I think this gives them a little more of an option to still make money, but still introduce something that they do well and is part of their brand. So that's January 12th to 21st, Kansas City Restaurant Week. Jenny, you have a piece in In Kansas City Magazine about new restaurants that are opening in 2024. Uh, What should we be looking forward to? You know, it's interesting. So this is going to be the year where we're going to have like small, intimate, um, locally owned places, or we're going to have massive food halls where tons of people will gather together. I mean, those are kind of the dichotomy. And if you think about where we are post-pandemic in our dining scene, that seems to make some sense. There's We either want to be with very few people or all of the people. So that's <laughs> pretty much the theme for 2024. But I'll talk about a little bit about just a few of the uh, places we can look forward to. Some of them actually are already open. One of them is Fern Bar, which opened um, right at the new year. So um, I know they're getting ready and they have uh, regular hours now. But this is um, Brian Ari. He is a well-known mixologist around town. He's opened up a lovely agave-based spirits bar that is located in the former Architectural Salvage Building, which is the Broadway Bank building. So down in the crossroads, Broadway Bank. And it's beautiful. It's kind of pastel and very soft. It has these round, it makes you feel like you've transported yourself to Mexico, perhaps, or even somewhere tropical. Um, And lots of plants, which I love. So the other thing that's cool about his bar, so he's always been known for kind of his craft cocktails, but his real driving force behind this is really to do artisanal spirits, right? So he's trying to introduce people to smaller, um, smaller batch, family-owned agave-based spirits. um, And in the back, there is a window where 
Tacos Valentina is going to be serving tacos. So a nice. lovely agave-based spirit from a small, you know, uh, family-run distillery plus a lovely local taco. Going to love that. And Tacos Valentina's creeping in, creeping into our, <laughs> our, our affordable eating right? uh, segment yes. as well. It yeah. was on your list. Totally on my list, for sure. Very good. Uh, Natasha, I know you have some news as well. Um, yeah, I was green dirt on oak. It's in, it's supposed to open in uh, late February. So this is connected to Green Dirt Farm, yes. which a lot of folks uh, appreciate, but also had to drive some distance to get to. 45 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so it's nice to have one in the crossroads. Um, and I, I think you're going to be able to watch some cheese making while you're enjoying the scenery because I feel like it has um, multiple levels and there is like a... Um, I can't remember if they're doing a rooftop bar, but I know that they have a cafe area, which is all glass. So you can see the production facility as well. And I'm wow. really excited to see that. That's great. Uh, anything else? Um, Let's see. I was sad to see Jack's Fish House go. Mm-hmm. I know that they closed. So I'm saying goodbye to them. And Billy's Leewood um, opened. So I'm really excited to get out there and see the new space. Let's get back to our recommendations. Uh, and I want to talk about tacos. Because uh, almost all of you have mentioned uh, tacos or tortillas. And Natasha, uh, let's, let's start with you. You've mentioned someone who we've had on the program within the last few months. Uh, the, the James Beard winning Yoli Tortilleria. I, I like Yoli. Um, I love the little cafe. I love everything that they do. But I was thinking that when you're out during the day and you are thinking about dinner, a lot of people don't want to go out for dinner. They have the perfect grab and goes. She has um, these new enchiladas that she has put into the case. And they are... Amazing. You can get uh, enchiladas, empanadas, burritos, various soups. So I think that that's just a good place to go when you just don't want to go out at night, but you want a really amazing dinner. We're also supposed to see a little cafe from her on the west side. So she's going to be turning that little storefront into some sort of kind of little cafe that you can come in and grab some stuff. She actually announced that on this program when we were talking with her. (laughs) So we're we're looking forward forward to seeing it. Um, besides those tortillas and those grab-and-goes at uh, Yoli, there are a, a number of taco places that meet the budget uh, terms that we set for this show and uh, and are, are beloved around town. Jill, what's on your list? Uh, taco Naco. Mm-hmm. Vegan tacos. I really like the um, mushroom mole taco, which has mushrooms, mole, sesame seeds, pickled red onion, and on a corn tortilla. And also the potato pipian taco, which has potato, green, pumpkin seed, mole, sesame seed, more pepita seed, also on a corn tortilla. And that's probably going to set you back about three seventy five or three ninety. It's one of the things I love about the the taco option for this is you can have one, you can have two, you can have three, you can have ten. But 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 <laughs> but even one or two yeah. is satisfying and really yeah. very affordable. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you know if you are having a party, I have had there really I forget how many's on there, but oh my gosh. Like 25 tacos or something, you, mm-hmm. you can get a whole platter. So, yeah. Jenny, uh, we I alluded to it a minute ago, but Tacos Valentina is uh, is on your list. We absolutely have to like take our hats off to all of these amazing people who are making their own tortillas in this town yes. now. Yeah. And Tacos Valentina is really one of the groups really doing it right. I mean, they are starting with making their own um, heirloom Mexican corn. They're grinding it, obviously, into lovely masa, which they use to make their tortillas. Um, they are doing kind of an in-house residency um, with torn label at their public house, which is down in the cross 
crossroads. So you can now get them on a regular basis. You don't have to kind of run around and try to find where they're popping up. They're actually always going to be at Torn Label right now. So they have a really wonderful selection of tacos and a lote and many other things that they're offering. But um, I like to get, again, the mole vegan. They have a mole vegan taco there. Uh, it's four fifty. The barbacoa is 5 carne asada, five fifty. I mean, th- these are really quality tacos made with excellent ingredients. And you can also get an amazing beer from Torn Label while you're enjoying them. So, uh, We had lots of listeners recommend various taco options. Uh, we had from the text line, San Antonio Tortilleria, and also lots of suggestions of Tiki Taco, which has a couple of locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, John on Facebook suggested Don Antonio on State Avenue in KCK, four street tacos for $7. Um, and uh, John prefers two carnitas and two barbacoa. Uh, Paula on Facebook suggested El Gallo on 40 Highway in Independence, three to four street tacos, even cheaper on Tuesdays, she says. So lots of good options. Uh, straying from, from Mexican places to El Salvadoran, uh, Dan from Kansas City, Missouri, suggests El Pulgarcito off Miriam Lane, uh, which is an El Salvadoran place. He recommends uh, the carne asada taco, but also the pork and cheese pupusa. Um, oh my God, all... those pupusas. I know. That place I discovered yeah. a few months ago, and I, I, I wish it were not all the way over there in Miriam, frankly. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so call us with your suggestions at 816-235-2888. Mexican uh, and, and Latin American uh, places is certainly one subset uh, that got a lot of attention in our in our list. But but also um, uh, uh, Asian restaurants uh, with a lot of different um, Asian cultures uh, represented. Uh, Natasha, I know uh, there's a, a Vietnamese place on your list that you suggested. Hain Vong in the city market. I go there um, whenever I just want to have a ton of comfort food for a great price. Everything on the menu is between 8 and $10, which I appreciate. And um, when I go there, I like to get the crispy shrimp cakes to start. It's just shrimp, sweet potatoes, deep fried um, with herbs, served with herbs and uh, a sweet and sour fish sauce. But my favorite is the egg noodle soup. Um, It's egg noodles, wontons, sliced Vietnamese, barbecue pork. But I just find it so comforting and delicious when it's cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. I think the soup, the soup category always works for me. Uh, Jill, I think you you had a, a, a Korean option for us. Yeah. Kimchi and Bap, a newer um restaurant in the Lenexa Public Market, which has a lot of startup restaurants. And um, I like their chop chai. Uh, if I didn't say that right, please excuse my <laughs> Korean. I did listen on Google, t- tried hard. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't believe I'll be correcting you. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, it's a, a very widely loved dish. It's, it's uh, got p- sweet potato glass noodles. It's mixed with spinach, pepper, mushrooms, onions, carrots, green onions. So if you're, you know, you're in January and you're looking for better food, Mm -hmm. a little more vegetable material, there it is for you. You can add, um, you know, protein to it as well. And Jenny, you had a a Japanese option on the list, which I didn't expect to see. Yeah. Sushi is one of those hard, hard things to find kind of (laughs) inexpensively enough to make this list for sure. Um, Especially when you have a 21-year-old son who's in college and Mm. eats it like it's going (laughs) out of style. Pay by the piece. (laughs) Oh my gosh. $100 at least that bill. But um, sushi, and I don't know if it's uni or you and I, I've heard two different things, but it's in Lenexa. This is a little sushi place. It's in a strip center. And it's been my go-to for years and years. I just love it. It's always busy. It's always fast. Um, They they have a sashimi appetizer, 
which has uh, pieces of tuna, salmon, multiple pieces of salmon, octopus, and I think there's crab as well on there. But it is um, just the fish. So if you're into just kind of the sashimi of it on its own, that is what I love. And you can almost split that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's really good. But they also have a spicy crab salad that I just I always talk about on the show, but I just love it. Um, sometimes they bring it to you for free, depending on kind of how much you've ordered or what you've ordered. Sometimes I have to order it. I don't really care. I will always get it. <laughs> it is um, kind of crab and seaweed, and it's mixed together with kind of temp- those little tempura crunchies, Yum. kind of yummy. Um, it's a little creamy and a little spicy, and it's five dollars and ninety five cents for a portion. So fantastic! So that's sushi. U-N-I or Uni, we're not sure, Right um, uh, in Lenexa. Uh, let's take a call with another uh, suggestion uh, from an Asian restaurant. Uh, Craig is calling from Shawnee. Hi, Craig. Hi. My uh, favorite restaurant is Dragon Inn in Oakland Park. It's been there about 45 years, yep. and they've got a whole lunch menu that's under $15. Which one do you recommend? Oh, gosh, many. Uh, it's hard to choose. They're so good, but Triple Delight. Mongolian beef, many, many things. All right, Craig, we appreciate that suggestion of of Dragon Inn in Overland Park. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, take. A, I should mention there was another vote for sushi UNI, which was from uh, Paul Nakatura, who is not <laughs> who, who is not working today, but he did. He still chimed in Thanks, with suggestions. Michael Byers uh, is working today, and I'm sure Michael is an expert on this topic. Michael, uh, do you have a, a favorite spot under fifteen dollars? I have a few, but uh, I have a few, uh, several of which have already been mentioned because uh, you've done a very good job in being very <laughs> thorough. Uh, the birria noodles was one that I had texted a couple of days ago. Actually, the birria noodles for tacos El gallo. Oh, that, that was your suggestion. I didn't that, have a name next to it, but very good. I'm glad we worked it in. That is just <laughs> so incredibly filling, and the the flavors are so the are so uh, the depth is just incredible. Um, I will throw another taco suggestion in the mix. There is a, a, a restaurant. There's a couple of places in the Northland, Macarena's. There's one uh, just off the square in Liberty, and there's one uh, at the intersection of uh, Vivian and Shoto. They have lunch specials, very reasonably priced. My particular favorite is on Tuesdays. They have three puffy tacos. Uh, You can choose between ground beef or shredded chicken. Very filling, uh, two different uh, salsas that come with it. It's uh, $7 and very fresh, uh, very, very, very tasty and very easy on the budget. All right. Um, KCUR's Michael Byers with his recommendations. Thank you, Michael. And, um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to pivot to one other that was on Paul Nakatura's list because it it offers us an opportunity to talk about another genre of restaurants. Paul recommended the Silver Spoon Cafe in the Crossroads. And that that reminds me that uh, that kind of diners and that general culture is often a source for for pretty affordable meals. We did have a couple suggestions of the Waffle House, which I realize stretches into chains that we don't usually talk about on this show. But maybe Maybe our uh, our experts could offer some uh, some diners that fit a little a little better into that category. Natasha, I know you you mentioned Dagwoods. Dagwoods Cafe is my absolute favorite. Um, I feel like every time I've been pregnant, it's like the only place I go. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. So there's lots of variety, and the price point is amazing. But also, you know that everything's going to be good, and the bottomless coffee is. Just my favorite, but they have an apple crisp waffle, which is just, I mean, ugh, it just melts in your mouth. It tastes so good. I, I would say go get that, but anything breakfast. So if you want biscuits and gravy, 
I always get a side of biscuits and gravy with whatever it is that I get. So the two egg breakfast um, is amazing. Hash browns, home fries, toast. But then I always get biscuits and gravy on the side and maybe a waffle, too. So don't do my budget when you go to Dagwood's. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll, we, will not, uh, we will not demand receipts. Yes, please. Um, Jenny, uh, diner or diner adjacent sorts of places that you'd recommend? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about um, just town topic, throw that in there. I mean, that's kind of an easy give. I just went there over the week, over the holiday weekend. I had some family in town. It was perfect. Everybody was able to get burgers, you know, tater tots, french fries. We all had pie shakes. I mean, it was just it's just a delicious place. But I'm going to kind of slide Kitty's Cafe in there. It's not really yes. a diner, but we have to talk about that pork tenderloin. Yes. Friend, friends, their famous pork tenderloin, two patties, tempura battered, crispy, with their famous hot sauce on a nice soft bun is only eight fifty. I mean, crispy pillow, right? Meat. That's an incredible deal. So. I'm just saying, if you're if you're one of those people who just hasn't made it down to Kitty's, bring cash and go. Yes, cash, cash. only. Learn from my mistakes. Um, <laughs> but thank you again to that nice man who just bought my meal for me. Oh, because he thank had you. I mean, line, and I'd already they'd already made it. Um, Jill, uh, what would you what would you suggest? Well, it's probably not truly a diner, but let's kind of mix it up sure. with also Mediterranean. You know, lots of influences here. I I would go for Billy's Grocery. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of the reimagined diner slash grocery slash um, lunch, breakfast, dinner spot. I went there <laughs> this week with girlfriends and I did not realize my very favorite meal is available all day long. And so what is that? I am just thrilled. I'll never eat anything else but Turkish eggs. Wow. <laughs> We're going to hold you to that. It's uh, Jill Silva is now eating only Turkish <laughs> eggs. People. And grilled halloumi. Yes. <laughs> Got to add that to it. Yeah. The uh, squeaky cheese that you can grill. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And, and Billy's is a great example of a place where probably not every uh, item you could get on the menu, every meal you could get there is under $15. But if you know what you're looking for, you can right. find it. Absolutely. I mean, there's so much variety. And I mean, you can go in and get a cookie, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and they have lots of gluten-free things. You can go in and you can shop for people. There's yes. merchandise. You can buy a big cake that's just gorgeous. You can have bowls. You know, it, it's just there's the best so many. sugar cookie in the city is there. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, so many things. Great coffee drinks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just a really nice spot. And there's two locations now. I went to the Leewood one, which is much larger or it feels larger anyway. Um, than the one that's by Costco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, phone calls are sort of piling up, and I want to write a couple more of them in here before our time is up. Mike is calling from Mission. Uh, Mike, what's your recommendation? Yeah, I strongly recommend Kinsey's. It's been a Mediterranean restaurant on Johnson Drive near the post local post office. Uh, it's, uh, the owner's generally there. They have about uh, 10 or 15 booths. I okay. love the hero sandwiches they have there. You can get it in a plate or a sandwich. The falafel is terrific. And the pita and hummus are are cooked every day. They're outstanding. Great suggestions, and Mike. the baklava is terrific. Okay, so you have dessert all in the budget. Thank you, Mike, for your call. And let's talk to Brian and Miriam. Hello, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. Uh, I am calling to suggest anyone that's interested in very, very low cost, pleasant dining out. Consider the IKEA restaurant on the third floor <laughs> on the east side. Was that mentioned earlier? Did no, I no, you're the, you're the first, believe it or not, to mention that. Right off of I-35, conveniently between Johnson Drive and Shawnee Mission yes. Parkway. I, How many places in Kansas City can you dine with covered parking? That's a How fair point. How many places in Kansas City can you have breakfast 
including coffee or tea, for $2.73, including taxes. How many places in Kansas City can you get a vegetarian meal for $3.28, including coffee and tea, for taxes? Brian, this is un- your argument is undeniable, and I think folks will now be flocking to the IKEA restaurant. We haven't even started talking about the meatballs yet, which are, which are something. But, yeah. You can you can even take them home. You know, they have them frozen. So, well, Brian, we do appreciate that call. We didn't get to all of our uh, our our recommendations. So so I'm going to give our each of our experts uh, one last one to mention with like just a few words of description. We start with uh, food editor and writer Jill Silva. Uh, Cafe Brazil by Lola. It's inside a martial arts studio um, in Lenexa. hundred right. uh, Writing this down. Yeah, 11441 South String. They do feijoada on Saturdays, and they have lots of other great dishes. Very good. Uh, in Kansas City Magazine's Jenny Vergara. So Halia's Kitchen and Lenexa Public Market mm. get their uh, chicken biryani, which is delicious, lovely rice and chicken dish with gravy, exotic spices. Can't miss. And from Thelma's Kitchen, Natasha Bailey. I'm going to say go to Hima Hima. Give it a stop. Uh, we talked yes. about a lot of places where you can go up to the counter, and they've got like a cafeteria feel where you can walk through but go through and try something. That's our food show for the month. I'm Brian Ellison. Have a great weekend, everybody. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brankert, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Elizabeth Erb. Our engineer and announcer is Paul Nakatura. The theme music is by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Brian Ellison. Thanks for listening.